Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So you guys, I, I, I worked today for Yay, the first time. working. It was very exciting. Sad to report it was not a restaurant job, but sort of the uh, the production equivalent. I think being a producer is kind of being like a TV and radio waiter. You you have to wear a lot of different hats. You have to kind of... You're the content yep. to the customer. You're juggling a lot. You're multitasking. You're Absolutely. taking orders. You're dealing with, you know, people in the kitchen, the content kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll just wait for you to keep going. And usually, no, the, oh, I didn't want to keep going. Usually, the owner of the restaurant, or in this case, network, is a crazy out of touch person. Well, just said the POS system is like uh, the piece of shit that the money comes from. That's <laughs> right. Uh, I I feel like too like the past two weeks I think um, a lot of conversation about tipping and so many people being outed and but like very defiantly and proudly being like that's right I don't tip get a better job if like you wanted me to pay you then do and like this attitude of well how about you go to school and not have that job and you're like okay sit down let's talk about why this is a job that people choose it's because it is a gratuity based job and the base pay is poor and like Man, Chrissy Teigen uh, came on really strong this week. Um, This is a fun one. She went to bat on Twitter because I think there have been so many discussions about bad tipping just in general. So I think it's really cool because it's revealed wonderful habits and then also all of the cheap asshole. But uh, wait, Brand- is she being good? Because Chrissy good. Teigen is my favorite person. Yeah, no, she's being internet. really good. Uh, oh, so good. Brand- Brandy Barber, uh, a guest and a lovely friend of ours, um, sent this to me. Um, this was a response to what someone else said. One person, Yashar, uh, Yashar Ali, said, For the folks who have means, remember that your 20% tip can end up being 12% for the waiter after they tip out other staff. That's why, if you can afford it, tip 25 to 30%. 20% minimum, more if you can afford it. Then Chrissy Teigen replied to him, I tip 40 to 100% to make up for douchebags that don't tip at all. So don't worry, guys. I have you covered. God, she's lovely and she's beautiful and smart and funny. Mm-hmm. 
I dig her. And she loves cooking. I love her. And they have a cute baby. And she's fun. They They got two two. cute babies. Right. And bulldog. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Side Work Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brooke Van Poplin. Hey, I'm uh, I'm also one of your hosts. My name is Andrea Wallace. Wait, I'm also a host. I'm (gasps) Jocelyn Hughes. Hi. So many hosts. We're all wearing red today. We are. We were feeling it. It may have been an astrological reason. Are we (laughs) all on our period? I'm on my period. Yeah. I'm over. Almost done. How have we not synced up yet, ladies? Unbelievable. Unreal. (laughs) I'm ready to do it. I mean, if you guys want to sit in some hay, if you guys want to get biblical with our cycles, I'm ready. Well, guys, we're excited to be here once again, talking about some brunch and fun stuff. We're Topic talking of about the day. brunch. We are. But to start off, we're going to read some uh, some really funny hashtag server oh lives. And- yeah, I found some very, very funny hashtag server lives today. Um, I'll just kick it off. <laughs> Lori Fox at Fox underscore E underscore Lori 21 sent out a tweet. Thanks, brunch lady who yelled, it takes two minutes to make hollandaise. I didn't know the tantrum was the main ingredient in that. (laughs) Hashtag server life. Oh, wow. Well, she should have brought some of her own, like, quick made hollandaise from home. You know? Yeah, a little like a uh, powder packet. You get it, Ralph's. Like a go-gurt of hollandaise. Yeah. <laughs> Let's invent that. I want it. I need it hollandaise on the go. <laughs> I bet they have. I bet they have like go-gurt hollandaise in Scandinavia. Though. Oh, they absolutely have that in the Netherlands. <laughs> um, Speaking of gross. Oh, this is pretty farted. funny. Sorry, Bray. Oh, nuggy, nuggy. All right, I've got. This is uh, Autumn. She's at WWL underscore Autumn. I have no effing clue what eggs regular means. Scrambled? Over easy? Specificity, please. Server problems. Hashtag brunk. I would like regular eggs. You know what I'm saying? Mine are 40 years old. Hello. Ding dong. Don't. Can I just get some regular eggs? I don't want any of these millennial eggs or these tweety eggs or this sounds like an old person. Give me my normie eggs. Who realizes normie. that the younger generation is taking over. <laughs> uh, okay, this is from Stacy Kulo. What kinds of coffees and teas do you have? Well, we're mostly a bar, so pretty much one kind. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. If if you go into a bar, you sit at a bar and ask for a coffee, not going to be the freshest or the best. Unless uh, there's no. an espresso machine sitting behind that bar. Just like doing a tea service generally, we can all agree, is the worst. Where okay. was I? I was someplace... Oh, I was at Rosso Blue last weekend. What's no that? What does that mean? It's this really tasty Italian place um, in the Arts District in L.A. And they had the cutest little copper teapots. It was such a cute tea service. I love that. That's it was, fun. It was cute, but I don't think it even came. They didn't present teas with it. I right. Didn't they don't tea. bring you like the, it was just one bring the briefcase. Tea. <laughs> yeah. They bring, you like open it up. and. Yeah. If you guys aren't familiar for tea service you have to do this whole thing where you get a coaster you get a mug with hot water or a sometimes a little separate kettle for like the a, hot water or the little weird carafe like ball oh with right the- if like three people order tea with that setup you have to do like four trips it's to a get it's all a lot of, of supplies yeah. and then you're gonna need more hot water at some point but you bring it over and then a lot of places just have this big box it's like a deal or no deal briefcase yeah it's like a, it's like <laughs> 12 inch by 
18 inch box that you have to lug around and then okay. you have to hold it while people look through like hmm should I have the blackberry or, or the, the ginger lemon the apple and cinnamon I'm or sorry. the lemon zinger yeah. it's like someone perusing a jewelry counter yes. where they're acting like fine jewels this 25 cent satchel Dude, it's such and all for the whopping the whopping cost of what might add three dollars to a check. Yep. And then you have to get a lot more hot water. It yeah. is. God damn, it should be banned. Oh my god. And I also, mean, I don't like tea. I try and I try and I try. I ain't, I ain't into tea. I gotta tell you what. We're two weeks away from six months of not drinking. Whoa. I'm so sick of drinking water and sparkling water. I've started to drink tea. I love tea. <laughs> I don't mind tea. I drink it, especially if it's like cold or whatever. But I don't mind. I nice prefer tea. cold I take tea. It back. I made hot chocolate yesterday. Nice. I mean, where am I? I was just. I'm so sick of drinking there's water. Options getting options. So I'm, I'm turning on. There's a lot of things not drinking does that like I used to grumble about as a server, and I, I'm like, I'm that person now. <laughs> it's fair. All right, last one. This one's Congrats great. Congrats on your recovery. <laughs> this tweet comes from disgruntled waitress at disgruntled wait at disgruntled W. I wasn't aware that the proper response to "Hi, how are you?" was a bloody mary, please. Oh, oh hashtag server problems. Hashtag brunch. Hashtag rude. That happens a lot. Woof. Yeah. You go up and people don't look at you and just immediately fire off demands. Oh, I feel like this is like the engine is fucking revving to talk about brunch with this like, tweet. This is the perfect in to brunch and serving it. Let's set the stage of brunch. So you're there on a Saturday or a Sunday morning or a special case, a holiday day, like a Monday, you know, Columbus Day. We don't have that anymore. Uh, You know, President's Day, let's say. You have to be there early to prepare. Butters, syrups. You're probably... Maybe hungover. Probably hungover. Well, if if you did the Saturday night close too, which sometimes I'd get aft in the A with that, you know, whammy. Right. So you've been on your feet previous of the week and then you've got to go in and be on your feet early. Uh, my gripe with it was always that somebody's ordering an egg frittata that cost $8 instead of an entree that cost 24 of So course. your check average is way lower. Mm-hmm. Now... There's there's booze involved, mm-hmm. okay? So eggs, not my favorite thing. I'm not like, ooh, it's a very specific mood if I want eggs. I get you. So I could never really get in the swing of like, oh, I'm about to serve 300 people eggs. Because it was very unappealing to you. Yes. Of course. Even being well, around eggs was too much I for you. I really hate sweet could things be. in the morning and just like serving people like, Fucking Waffles, stacks of pancakes. pancakes and French toast. And I'm like, this is my nightmare food. Yeah. Oatmeal was a huge thing at this place I worked. But it's so you're tired. You're there early. You're doing a ton of prep because it's a meal that you don't normally do. Mm-mm. So it's like normally you're doing lunch or dinner. Right. Some places have breakfast, but brunch is its own thing. Oh, you got to ev- like. Every week, like every, because when I was at James and they were like, we do Saturday and Sunday brunch, we were like, God damn it. Cause I, you know, I was trying to transition into being more available for stand up gigs. So I was like, I gotta take these. Same. I gotta take these weekend brunch shifts so I can I do did the shows every at night. Yeah. And every time, cause the whole staff who didn't ever have to work those shifts, they would hide 
like out of plain sight, like we kind of had this bus tub that had all of our dumb little like ramekins and syrup things. And we'd always be like, where's the brunch stuff? Because the kitchen hated it so much and was always get hidden in a far, far corner of the basement. (laughs) And so we'd open up and we'd spend like 15 minutes trying to figure out where they hid because everyone just hated that meal so much. They're like, we don't want to see these dumb little syrup, you know, Yeah, where's like the dusty, shitty smucker syrups or jam, sorry, jelly, sorry, (laughs) No, but then you have to think about who's coming in. They're also tired. It's also early. And they're way more hungover than you are because they don't have to work. They don't have to work. So they they roll in with some serious attitude. And they're fucking hangry. It's just a very bizarre mood because it's like not first thing in the morning. They probably slept in. Maybe they're, you know, it's like a weird hour. It's like 11 or 12 they're coming in. Not to mention, like, if you're a hopping brunch spot, people usually have to wait for tables. Right. I hate it. I hate it. So, yeah, the, the aggro, like, the level of aggro is so over the top, which is, as a few of you know, uh, one of my favorite topics to reel on as a waitress was brunch. It was kind of a signature bit for a few years. <laughs> but, I, you know, I feel like there's there's hungry, there's hangry, and then there's hungover greet or something. I don't even know how to classify it, but it's – Literally that level of people who, and this qualifies as me sometimes when someone can manage to drag me out for brunch where I'm like, I shouldn't even be in public right now. And so I'm a mess. I'm waiting for someone to like give me the things I need to literally just survive. Um, To that point, I did also want to add that I worked, uh, which was normally a fancy place. So like you don't have sugar on the table you do not have ketchup on the table like it was not one of those things everything so comes in a ramekin or a comes, fancy glass you, you dish. have to request it and so again that was just more like the brunch side work was insane because we'd also be like oh my god one of the air pots is broken because we all we didn't know like during the um dinner service we did not serve drip coffee but we were like we have to have it for brunch and so oh we'd have god, to do this god i didn't even think about the coffee thing. refills yeah. jesus Dude. christ yeah. that's okay. the other thing people order like seven drinks and they want them constantly full. They keep drinking them. So there's water, there's coffee, there's mimosa, a mimosa. And a Bloody Mary sometimes. It's, and it's then they're bananas. like, bananas. Like and, and a pan of crude oil, a small <laughs> goblet with the blood of a virgin. I also require this to be awake. Do you have obscure fruit juice? You know, I mean, people, and, and they are, people are truly children in the morning. Cause yeah. I know I have really bad social anxiety and anxiety in general, and it's hard for me to be out in public. So people will just bring that energy right in there. It's bizarre. It's, it's, I, I hope we're describing it enough that people understand that it's just kind well, of this, like, it's kind of this buzzy, weird, um, too much too soon. Like all of a sudden it's 9am and you have a full section and people all are demanding their food and it's, Problems. I feel like they're more picky at brunch. They're more demanding at brunch. Properly, it's busier at brunch. Yeah, toast isn't. Toast didn't come out with the egg and the boobadoo and. Yeah, think about all. Why this, is it louder? Think about all of the tiny things that come. You've got syrup. You've got butter. You've got jellies and jam. Hot sauce. Hot you sauce. Hot Even like sauce. the music is different that gets played yeah. at restaurants. Like, it's like the Beatles or like something jazzy and like Ella Fitzgerald. (laughs) Right. And it's so tough because half the time, too, is like I am not used to seeing my restaurant during the day, you know, and you're like, oh, God, like 
just, you know, because at, at night, especially at one of my last places, like that vibe was so sexy. You felt respected. You would, you know, you had a whole day to get yourself together and you'd kind of like glide into that shift feeling done up. And then in the morning, it's like, no, it's like a bunch of people who should not be out in public all yeah. trying to eat together. So, yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I feel like that's our, that's like our knee jerk reaction to the topic of brunch, but we will break it down a little bit. I never heard of brunch, I don't think, until I was living in Chicago and I was graduated from college. I feel like what all of a sudden brunch just hit me like a yeah. ton of bricks. And I don't remember even really going or wanting to go. I it's just like I started working them. I only remember it being an Easter thing only. Easter. Yeah, well, definitely. Mother's Easter. Day. So there's Mother's Day, there's Easter, there's not really Father's Day, but and there's. It was a- big after church event. I believe well, that's the other thing is like, to me, I'm like, it was like always like a Palm Sunday brunch. Yeah. Like it's for always, like old yeah. people in my, in my kid brain. Mm-hmm. It's for old people to eat weird egged baked dishes. <laughs> yeah. Or like, uh, you know, I grew up in, in a Lutheran church and it would be like after the service, everyone would walk under the church into the, you know, offices and the fellowship hall beneath there with the crappy carpeting and the little kitchen built into the, God, and, that was memory, and it was like, like a and like weird salad. And no, but like an official it'd be, brunch. It'd be ham. sweets. Yeah, it'd be sweets and big percolators of coffee. And they would let the kids run around finally, but it would just be a lot of Christian talk. Yeah, so we've got a big and, religious thing where people are basically fasting and then like this is the first meal they've right. had like after their Saturday fast. The other thing is, is that in a lot of states, booze was illegal on Sunday. And then as we got more and more modern, that changed. But there was a lot of places that didn't sell booze, especially in the South, and then they've changed laws. I was, you know, looking at brunch stuff, and it was like they just passed something in Georgia. Oh, yeah. Recently that made it so you could have booze at 11 a.m. instead of waiting until 1 or something, 1230 or 1. Yeah, that's a whole thing to even think about is like Sunday is this holy day where you're not supposed to be doing anything. You know, there's a lot of religions or the weekends are not. The weekends for are for that. chilling. Weekends are for chilling. Not you for know, brunching. When you think of like Saturdays in the Jewish community, like yep. big like, you know, no, no, we don't do anything. And then with the Christian sect, like Sunday's their big day. And then you got all these hedonist non-believers <laughs> coming up in the world who are like, I'm sorry, I just worked 40 weeks at my communications job. And uh, I'm going to get fucked up today. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, so, another big part of it was like after a big hunt. Okay, so yes. like like a, a big midday meal. Okay, but are we yes. talking like 1800s? 1890. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. To be specific, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't. I was hunt. like 1940. Where we are? Where are we? Hunt? Who's hunting? Yeah, who's hunting? Who's hungry? Mm, mm, mm. So yes, this was like the origin of brunch from the articles we looked up is traced back to English times in the late 1890s, where the men would go out with the dogs, the hunting dogs, like you see mm-hmm. in the beautiful uh, pictures. Yes, and they come back to a hunt breakfast, a lavish multi-course meal that featured featured a smorgasbord of goodies such as chicken livers, eggs, meats, bacon, fresh fruit, and sweets. But I also mm-hmm. want to talk about. I read about the history of brunch and in the 30s they had this like cookbook for chicks and it didn't even have any real instructions about oh, how to you cook saw that too. oh my god because you're supposed to know how to cook but it was like this is how you host brunch you dumb bitch like put on a smile you stupid slut. you don't have your own recipe for crepes you never get a husband <laughs> but when you think about all the crazy party food in the 60s and 70s 
I love that. I can't get enough of that. Can I you? know. And some of it kind of pops up. I mean, deviled eggs are kind of now like this cutesy appetizer you can get any time of day. I feel like Eggs Benedict has to be kind of like leftover from that time. It absolutely is a holdover. God, like, there's a place by my apartment that has like 18 different kinds of Benedicts. And on Saturday morning, I went and met Renee, former guest on the podcast. Yeah, Renee Gautier. Renee Gautier. Uh, hilarious. But... I sat, we sat down and, and two tables sat down next to us on either side at the same time. And they got their food first. And on one side, the guy got salmon Benedict. And the other side, the guy got crab Benedict. And it smelled <laughs> so fucking gross. I couldn't eat my food. Collide. You know how weird I am about smells? Yeah. I couldn't eat my food. I was like, get me out of here. I am in it up. Fish tank. In what I'm world do you go to a place where you're eating on a trash-filled sidewalk and you're like, I'll have the crab, please. Ooh. Like maybe at like Four Seasons brunch, but not at Millie's. What are you doing? Yeah. And salmon? So like, then we've got that origin. We have like like a little bit of well, brunch since, again, nuance like through boys like. Boys club. Housewives. Like, and they, they come in. Yeah, it's a boys club. And you can club. see how it orients around church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see how that begins. But why did we start throwing it in restaurants and making people? Like, it was also a buffet in restaurants, just, I think, early on too, uh, where the restaurants would do a whole buff- like brunch buffet. It was a huge thing, especially like, and I think it's more like you know, if I'm being honest, I would think of um, a brunch buffet when I am staying at a hotel. Totally, where I'm like, okay, but this isn't something when you're home. You just go out for somewhere right you know i we that was nothing my family did you never went to like me yeah we definitely didn't do that because like the fancy steakhouse would do like the fancy mother's day and easter brunch buffet right and that's that's for its own occasion but how about you guys like when did you discover brunch in terms of being a popular thing i I discovered tapas before i discovered brunch i'm pretty sure cafe baba reba baby yeah yeah. i went to go to twist in lakeview that place was good i absolutely ate like cuban food well before i did a brunch anywhere i was just like you do what now I was like, but I make really good breakfast at home. You know, yeah. I, think, I think that's also like a huge part of my standoffish nature toward it is I'm like, I like what I like, you know? Yeah, but also like who wants to pay 10 bucks for two eggs that you can make in five seconds on your stove? I don't, I don't get it. It's not I like, know. I know. there's very few brunch items in my opinion that worth, I mean, I have pancake mix. I'll throw some pancakes on the griddle. Yeah. So we, I feel like so it was like the the. It's a ritzy. It's a ritzy mm, occasion. Early to mid aughts is kind of mm-hmm. when the brunch scene sprung. Can we blame it on millennials? Well, sure. No, sure, it happened before that. It, okay. it did, but okay. So, but we can agree that it it has always been a meal of means for people with means because it's either been like, of course, the brunch buffet on your cruise, or like at your fancy hotel, or your whatever, like or your estate where you went hunting, blah blah blah. Then I think it got dumbed down and trickled down to the masses where instead of a buffet, people were like, how can we plate this? You can order what you want, you know, because I can't even imagine the food waste at a brunch buffet. That's insane. I don't want to. So, yeah, probably like late 96 in the city era. Oh, yeah. Do we blame them? I blame her for a lot of things. They had a diner a lot. I don't remember them brunching so Mm. much. Honey, if I want to go to a buffet, I'll just take my clothes off and lay down on a counter. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, let's do another Samantha. (laughs) Honey, if I want a buffet, I'll just wear a bandage dress on the subway. I don't Um, know. Check, please. 
That's my, that's honey, my Miranda. If, honey, if he wants eggs, he can go down there and get them himself. <laughs> that's a good one. That's, that's the best one. I'll say Samantha lines all night. The half, most Honey. of them, 90% of them will be bad. So, okay. So clearly none of us really brunched. I feel like one of the, I mean, I think I worked it before I ever went out for it. I'll 100% worked it before I went out for it. And um, like I told you before, maybe last week or the week before, I worked at House of Blues that had that. Oh, gospel brunch. Gospel brunch, which was a buffet with all of the signature House of Blues dishes. Plus eggs and coffee, more coffee than you've ever seen in your life. It's a hashtag Sunday Sunday Monday. Monday. I if I like worked at a place that had bottomless mimosas, like I'd fucking shoot myself in the head in the bathroom, and everybody would talk about how Andrea shot herself in the head in the bathroom because of bottomless mimosas. But I couldn't handle it. Is what I'm saying. Right, but so now I just feel like so many places are leaning into the fact that like the demand to be like a huge social fuck up. On a Sunday is now the norm because I was even back in the Midwest where they're always about a good six years behind trends just in major cities. <laughs> Not in Chicago. No, but in, in when I was in Detroit. You For know? sure, yeah. And even though there's a really great food scene happening there, I was in Ferndale and like every and like we Ju- found these things called Brussels sprouts. <sighs> Julian and I were both starved just looking for somewhere to, to eat and talk and it was Sunday at noon. Like the dumbest thing ever. Every place we went into was like, and make your own bloody bar and a DJ. And it was like walking into a fucking frat party at 1145 in the morning. And we were like, oh my God, like so disoriented. We're like, okay, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. I feel like we just ended up getting like sandwiches from Subway. We were like, what is happening? Everyone's partying so hard. Like it's so early. I forgot about Bloody Mary bars for a minute there. Me too. They're the worst. You know, I I think it's safe to say that brunch is the meal that's clearly trying too hard and they have rich parents. It's the messiest. And nobody can tell them because they have rich parents that they're trying too hard. I remember some places (laughs) that had Bloody Mary bars because they'd be like, you can just go there and make your own, your own, your own. The problem is people who come to your brunch spot after their normal spot is like, whatever, it's bottomless mimosa, it's make your own bloody, it's call the shot Sunday morning. And then they come in and you're like, no, it's actually a very restrained brunch menu. That's where you get the attitude because so many other places enable brunch behavior. Oh, God, go brunch yourself. I'm just I'm telling you, they're the rich kid that's a jerk and nobody I can want tell a them. burger in my Bloody Mary. I want a burger and a shrimp and a pickle <laughs> I want, and a big piece of bacon and a chicken wing and I want it all on a stick and I want it sticking out of my drink. I Why are the never... bathrooms always so much more disgusting at brunch? Because... I- Dude, because everyone's taking their morning dump, Andrea. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. <laughs> you didn't think about the dumps. It's Wait, so I want to go back to this Bloody true. Mary bar talking That's about dumps. Un- okay, can I – I just had a revelation – I don't go out for this meal because I am very particular. Like Brooke does not start her day until the morning dump has happened at home. <laughs> and if part of my plans involve dumping in public, I don't like it. And I don't like that in plan. Third person. Uh-huh. Brooke likes <laughs> Brooke likes her dump at home. No, wait, can I just say, I've never seen something in a restaurant confuse 
patrons more than a Bloody Mary bar. I can't tell you how many people nobody, I had to like take knows. over and show them how to make a Bloody Mary. It yes. was terrible. Nobody knows how anything is supposed to taste or how much of anything goes in there. Yeah. What was the like lunatics going to run the asylum on this one? I don't know. It's like they've never seen tomato juice or vodka before. They were puzzled beyond, beyond throwing all kinds of shit in there. <laughs> Just like, and then you wait, like, is you this? Like get the vodka. They like give you your little shot of vodka in a pint glass and you yep. go fucking crazy, right? Yep. <laughs> God damn. Nope. You should not. You should not let the lay people go about and do the. Uh... It's just such a brunch is like the epitome of indulgence. And, and it's, it's just and amateur unnecessary hour. indulgence. It's, it just, in, it's in every way. The syrup, the taste, like it's bacon and syrup and all these seven drinks and like a bloody Mary bar. Yeah, it's like a sticky, buttery mess on the table after everybody's gone. And then just like... And then hot sauce everywhere extra and hollandaise. And- What's up with the sauces? <laughs> but I do... There's a refined version of it, too. You know? I wonder how much... Well, refined maybe- goes back to Mother's Day and the like whole like, after like, church the thing. the community probably has like a nice little like brunch scene that was going on before. Well, it was right. nice and like, it was you know all what? theirs before we Let's fucking go- took it over. <laughs> I know. I know. You know what? I feel like it was like the secret society of gay brunch and then it went to the masses and we've got all of these like ham-fisted mongrels like just tearing a place apart just trying to get at the pancakes and bacon and... Dude, you know it, it's truly it's 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 the New Year's Eve of meals. As much as I may have called that uh, Valentine's Day, but <laughs> it's amateur hour, baby. So it's tough. And then the, you've got people tipping you like shit normally. Like not people don't tip very well on brunch. Let's talk about that. No, it and goes into the like whole mood. It's a weird mood. A bottomless mimosa, and you're there to drink all day long, and mm-hmm. you're tipping twenty percent only. Right. Maybe it's, for being there for hours, hours, and the, the the just the overall bill, like it's it's just a no win situation for the surfers, you know, because it's like no at brunch you should, and I respect a place, and this is sort of my place where it's like no no we're also still here to turn and burn. So again, we do not offer bottomless anything. Mm-hmm. If you want to keep refilling your cocktail, which is definitely the most expensive thing on your fucking tab, you do it. <laughs> I feel like there should be like an hourly rate for bottomless mimosas. Like, sure, tag on another however much. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if you're if you're here, like here's the base price. Also, but if you're here longer, you're getting charged more. No bottomless mimosas. How much does everyone want to have heartburn? <laughs> you know, why do you want that so badly? It's the worst orange juice and the worst. Yeah, you're getting champagne the shittiest. Or it's not champagne. Like, it's, it's, it's like just it's like, like sparkling, sparkling. Yes, yeah, sparkling. Yeah, you're not getting the good stuff at all. Grape also, butt juice. remember with these bottomless things, you're getting like the worst. Sugar the worst. hangover. You're getting so, like a shitty bottle of vodka that probably costs those guys like six dollars. So here's the thing: it's not even just Sunday brunch anymore. Now everyone's like birthday brunch. It's Sunday war. Exactly, and so so many more reasons pop up to have like a a brunch celebration. And now I also feel like. Ooh, this is always so rough too, especially when you're maybe at a destination wedding or whatever. Now the sort of like mandatory, like oh, oh the morning after like partying your stuff. ass off. There's uh, too much stuff at the reception, and then they're like, "And there's gonna be a brunch at ten in the morning because you have to have it at ten because all the old grandparents are like angry and need to eat." And so you're like, "I will kindly decline." I know when I get up on my little my soapbox about I feel like everybody should have to wait tables at some point in their life, like. 
I and specifically it should be brunch. It should, be brunch. It should absolutely be brunch. Agree. Because that is when everyone is a human baby, like just just a big grown human baby who's like, open a lot of eyes. <laughs> My God, oh, yeah. maybe like, grab a banana water. before you leave the house. Have a little sustenance. You know maybe what? A shot of coffee. And I feel like we could almost do like a sort of longer. Here's a tip because I feel like we've got multiple. Okay, I like to pregame. Okay, I like to pregame a little bit before brunch, which includes having my first serving of coffee, hydrating the shit out of myself, and maybe having a small bite to eat. There's a hot tip. There's a tip. Dude. I mean, especially if someone's inviting you to a place where like, oh, cool, the wait's only an hour, and then you're standing outside in the sun? No. I don't do that, you know? Be kind to your brunch server. Don't be afraid to make eye contact. They're not super with it either, you know? Or they might be. Like, they may be with it more than you are, and they are going to be your friend on this journey. Yeah. Guys, uh, we have a special guest joining the podcast today. Please welcome Elliot Glazer. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello. Uh, You are in for a treat because (laughs) we... Hank, stop licking me in front of people. You know what I'm saying? We were all brunch waiters, so we just want to ask first and foremost, did you ever wait brunch? I did. Okay. I did it, but but my waiting tables was unique because it was at a a cafe in a golf course. Yeah, okay. So it was like a um, upper crust... Uh, Long Island golf course, a golf club, a country club of sorts. Sure. Um, and so there was like the cafe where people would go and get like food and booze. And then there were like the big lunches and dinners that were in like the, you know, the giant sort of, um, I think uh, wealthy uh, people call space. it like, right. The grand hall. Or right. Room. Right. The banquet. Yeah. It was, it, and it was a night. It was, it was awful. <laughs> it was awful. Like, and, and not to, not to veer off from brunch, but no. you know, just like the worst, the most like bold electric idea that I can't get out of my head or image that I can't get out of my head was working the crab. What's it called? A crab feast? boil, a crab boil or oh. a crab. Well, yeah, it was like a feast, a crab boil, I guess, where there must have been, you know, hundreds of people hunt, hunt at least maybe 200, maybe 200 people in a giant, you know, event space. And they were eating crab so fast that they had those buckets on the, in the center of the table. That's where you put the shells. And it was like people were debon- yeah, like eating the crab, throwing whatever, throwing the shells in buckets on the center of the table. And so it was our job as these, like, as the waiters <laughs> to like <clears throat> run around and, empty them and throw them out and like toss them in garbages and keep replenishing them and it was like this is disgusting shellfish yeah. is hard to get out of the fingers it's a because, smell that sticks yes because, because you're being a barbarian the That's way you right. eat crab is like it's worse than eating a rotisserie chicken yes. it's like you are fully ripping Just the house off of a crustacean's back correct and it's to like get two bites of so meat bac- it felt like bacchanalian <laughs> Or like the oh, yes. you're, you're emptying troughs, <laughs> and then, and no, then you're, you're not wrong. Like you're emptying troughs of people's like you know guts and exoskeletons and dumping them out, putting them back, dumping them out, and then even in the garbage, it's like 
we were seeing piles and piles of crab, you know, piles of crab just building and building and building. And I was like, these people are beasts. Like yeah, they're they've eating got like bibs on. There's bibs crab on. bits scattered upon their face and shoulder area. Mallets. Chests. The iron, and the irony of it all, or it's sort of the, the art of it all, is the idea that these are all like rich people, all white, you know, all white rich people acting like neanderthals you know what i mean like these are rich people we are the shitty you know poorly paid wage staff and these neanderthals are just gouging you know body out of these animal body but like actually like flesh you know mm-hmm. chewing it up they've got grease on their bibs they're tossing and it's like what is this b- bizarre dynamic you know like this isn't spago or something this is like us cleaning up after Neanderthal, Neanderthalistic rich people. It's, it's like gross, barbaric, but also extravagant. Correct, Bacchanalian. When, or, like or, back in the day, right? But back in the day, lobster was for the poor. It was the bad food that nobody wanted to eat. It like was? colonial America. Yeah, it was. Trash. It was. There were so many lobsters. It was like the garbage food. And then at some point it got flipped and <laughs> became this insane, you want a $75 meal that you have to rip apart with your hands. I don't and get it. It's like, a, it's like a fucking sea rat. It's yeah, all sea pigeon. a big, like selling point. I think it's like why we eat ham on Easter or why we eat like fish on Fridays. It's all just like, we have all this marketed. stuff. How do we market it? Well, the original Thanksgiving meal, like when they landed at Plymouth Rock or whatever, like it was like squid, crustacean, oysters, oysters like lobster, all of this like sea trash because that's all <laughs> there was to eat. And then now we're like, no, it's it's turkey, you know, because I'm sure the way we flip the script is like regular people can't afford fancy seafood anymore. But that's so interesting. I mean, yeah. I also don't like. Do you like lobster? No, I'll do a I tail. Love, I, like it. I love crab. I, I like crab, crab too. too. Yeah. Crab Brian's... is good, but lobster is always disappointing. Oof. Yeah, always. It has to be done right. It's always overcooked and tough. Brian's family's from Baltimore, so mm. when we go to Baltimore, we do like crab beads and steam it's pots, just, dude, just like caked in Old Bay. But you go to a place where it's like there's plastic on the tables or newspaper, and there's a sink outside of the bathroom where yes. you can wash your hands before you have to go wipe yourself when you pee. It's <laughs> oh, like so you get that Old get Bay decake your hands. <laughs> Up in uh, your old bed. There's something, yeah. There's something very to this day for me, even like chilling. disturbing and chilling about <laughs> the act of manipulating food. You yeah. know, to, to roast a chicken. Like there's something. There's something. Everyone's like, you got no. You got to get your thumbs under the breastplate and yeah. pop it off. I can't. Like that's <laughs> crazy that we're doing that. I know, but also like it. I have a whole hatred for like Mongolian barbecue or any mm. place that you have to assemble your food. Like, you are the cook. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. Why are you the cook? Why are you the one who has to disassemble this weird alien-looking creature from the bottom of the ocean? Do you mean putting it on the, the grill? Any, well, like, for Mongolian barbecue, you, like, put a bowl together with, like, veggies and meat, and then they cook it for you. Right. That kind of a place. Or yes. fondue, where it's, like, you're kind of creating the meal because you're... Yes. It's a real hands-on experience. I don't, I don't care for it. I don't it. like that either, I have to be honest. And I don't like... I don't love Korean barbecue because I don't like seeing anybody cut meat with scissors. <laughs> I just, I don't want, like, how is that not a turn off to everybody? <laughs> that sounds like, it's probably a legitimate phobia that people suffer from. You know what food smells absolutely disgusting Crab. to me? Paninis. <laughs> oh my God. Ew, paninis. You're right. Oof. I think the grossest smelling food is pad thai. Yeah, it does Oh smell. yeah, it's the fish sauce, I think. It has and like a smelly... Meat. 
peanut vomit. It smells like vomit to It's me. a little vom. Like sometimes red sauce it's can sour be sour as well. Sour. Oh, right. It's sour the way stomach acid when you vom.com. Yes, correct. Yeah, that's, what I, that's what I think scotch tastes like. It tastes like I vomit. Hate, I hate scotch so much. I want to circle back to the country club. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine the dumpster situation out back. Yeah. Was it just like seagull palooza? It was just, I mean, okay, so you have to understand <laughs> that like Long Island is like, it is a dumpster. Like Long Island is one big dumpster like it really is like just miles of gas stations dunkin donuts bagel stores gas station dunkin donuts bagel stores there's literally a store in like it's so tacky so 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 incredibly tacky there's literally a, a lingerie store in like my town called um my lovely lady lumps <laughs> and it's been around since 1937 from the Black Eyed Peas song. You're not my hearing lovely anything. lady lumps. Yeah, you're not any, hearing anything from me because my mouth is agape. Yes, it's it's gnarly. But anyway, um, so this this like country club was fascinating in the sense that people are trying to act waspy, you know. But like, even if you're not, even if you're waspy, like you're still like a Guido, you know. Right. There's still yeah. like shades of Guido, <laughs> and so it's just like it's just like a, it's a filthy place, and it was like filthy, and so. It was like an old sort of like new, you know, or uh, um, like old money mansion or whatever. And it's like, okay, but, you know, let's let's get real. Like everyone here is like in the mob or, or you know, everyone, everyone here is so super tacky. Um, and so, yeah, it was just like the, the, the dumpster situation was rough. It was so many seagulls. It was it was disgusting, you know. I just imagine like. We like to talk about rats uh, a lot, and I'm just also imagining like you look over at one point during during the crab boil, and there's just a seagull who's put on a waitressing <laughs> uniform and is yes. like trying to act That's natural. Right. It's like, so much crab, crab ah, seagull. I'm like full Little Mermaid mode right yeah, at scuttle. this moment. That's it. It was it was gnarly. It was really it was really gnarly. And but again, for me, it wasn't even so much the. I mean, the mess was disgusting. But the idea, the com- there was a compa- uh, um, uh, a sort of community in the, in or a com- uh, um, camaraderie mm-hmm. in all the the wait staff because we were just like these oh, always, yeah. fucking ghouls. Was this more of a summer job for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this was so it was summer. It was a crab feed, and then we do yes. it like what a, was it like an annual crab feed or always okay annual yeah. But it How was long a did you show. last at this job? For the whole summer, but mm-hmm. I did it with my sister, and um, I have stories of trying to uh, get back at customers who wronged my sister it was a fascinating job because you saw the it was and this happens quite often with service but like you saw people who make like no money you know and because we didn't get tips we didn't work on tips we only worked on salary get you know shit on pretty consistently and these rich um you know customers really didn't feel any desire to show any respect like they were real brats and that was awful i can't imagine because like too i i think for me being a waitress even in new york city when you could tell when like the long island crowd would like you know come on out you know cross over uh the the city county lines the borough lines if you will and you're like Yep, mm-hmm. and you were just like, "Whoa, energy shift!" Energy you know, shift indeed. Absolutely, and don't get me wrong. Uh, I was more dealing with spoiled socialite yes. type, where you're like, you are literally the rudest. And I, I know we keep seeing trashy, but like you're trashy entitled. You're trashy Whereas entitled. These other people, I'm a little scared that they might 
be able to have me killed because well, like, they're yeah. that level of, of waspy rich and old money in New York. And then there's like, yeah. Well, it's like there's trashy, trashy with money and trashy with society and then trashy with maybe less money, but, but, um, violent tempers <laughs> you know and you're like fuck you're gonna like wipe me out right it's so it's scary it's you're really scary threatening and you know what freaked me out i think one of the first times i was heading to do a show on a friday in long island or something like that i didn't know you can just order a bunch of tall boys and ride your mm. drunk ass right back into the island and technically i don't think you're supposed to but nobody cared. Nobody cared. It was a rolling bar yes. of like wise guys. And I was like, yep. oh my God. Isn't that crazy? Because there is the bar cart right. on the Long Island Railroad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm going to the ball cart. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh no. You want to steer clear of the bar car because every other car is like loud talking car. And so the bar car is that on steroids. Yeah. Exactly. It's a night. It's a nightmare. It's a. It's a. Is there a, a quiet wild car place. on Long Island Rail? Like Absolutely not. <laughs> you couldn't even. You literally couldn't even imagine such a thing. Which is why I was always so happy to take, you know, a train from like Grand Central Station up to like Poughkeepsie or like right. Hudson or something. You know, <laughs> and it's because like lo- the Grand Central Station so quiet, so pretty. The shops are like honestly like upscale, and you just there is. It's a completely. It's it's wild because it's the same city. It's not very far apart, but there are two different universes going yeah. to Penn Station to go to Jersey or Long Island or going to Grand Central to go to Connecticut or, you know, uh, Hudson, Hastings on the Hudson. Yeah, H- Hudson, New York. It's a, it's a different universe. So because it was a country club and you have all the events happening in the summer, obviously crab feeds and brunches and were there weddings involved that you had to work? Oh, yeah, definitely. Plenty of weddings. Um I'm sure very classy and tasteful. Super classy, very tasteful. You know, Brianna, (laughs) get Deanna. You know, so many Briannas. Deannas. There was a. There were two girls that I went to high school with who were best friends named Deanna Marie Galina and Deanna Marie Galima. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, we're best friends. Um, But yeah, it was that. There was plenty. It was summer of weddings, and you know. the crab bake or whatever lobster bake. like they tried to do like the nantucket thing but it's like right. yeah like, come on Island. you're come in on. you know you're in you're in you're in uh, uh you know hop hog basically <laughs> you live in hop hog so don't <laughs> stop pretending you live in like sag harbor <laughs> I know. Like, wait, I loved always going like when you'd go to the end of the line uh, to catch a plane in Islip and you'd get off on Rakankama. <laughs> you would go it. to MacArthur to get a to, to fly? Uh, t- yes, to get in and out of Chicago to New York when I was very poor, still living in, in oh, that's uh, smart. Chicago. It was uh, $39 each way. Oh, back that's in- so <laughs> smart. So you'd go all the way to Rakankama and then go and into the city. And take the L-I-R-R-N, yeah. That's smart. I oh, know. my God. I had it down. This is when we were roommates in Chicago. Yes. And South- Southwest wasn't fucking around with those fares. No, they weren't. So I was like, I got to go they again. They call that the, the ride, because the, that flies from like Islip to um, Fort Lauderdale. Okay. That's their most popular line. They oh, call it the Bagel Express. <laughs> Isn't that awful? <laughs> it's like, yes. yikes. I don't know what this says about me, but I was always wanted to like eat <laughs> because not eating and serving others made me, I guess, angry. Or sure. I don't even think it made me hungry. I think it made me like angry that I that I, they got to partake in this and I didn't and I was serving them and I was like fuck that I want to eat 
Oh, yeah, of course. There's always a little bit of that for me. Like, well, if I'm, I should be able to eat this food. Exactly. Since I'm here. And that's what I did. And I, now I look back and I'm like, what were you doing? But I would like sneak food and like duck into like the meat locker to have like Shut something. In your face. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and it's like, that. were you even hungry? Like, I, I don't even know what I was doing, but I think it did come from like a, a class, play. a power play. Yeah. You're getting back at the man, A man. class struggle. It was yeah. It your, was your own one man show about class struggle and <laughs> and meat lockers. Yes. yes, sneaking in the meat locker. I do love a meat locker though. Like that is my temperature. <laughs> I like love if, it. If there was a cool sort of like managerial cater person, they'd be like at the end of the night. At the end of the night, yes. you know, like anything that comes back, that you know, then you guys go crazy. But like. Of course, we were always like, oh, can we have some of that? Or come on, ladle some of Everything was like, what can you fit in a coffee cup? Yes. You know, and sneak and hide somewhere. And it's just so sad. I think about it and it makes me sad. The idea of like feeling, feeling like a tramp and lady in the tramp, you yeah. know, of course. Like lining up for scraps. Yeah. Or like if something gets sent back from the kitchen. <laughs> yes. And like, you know, it's like someone passes it and the next thing you know, it's just like spinning empty plates. Everybody just like devours yes. what's on it. But like, that sucks. It just sucks. It I just don't like that that power struggle, that power dynamic of like back of house being, you know, ravenous for food and having to eat the scraps that the, you know, annoying people out front sent back because it wasn't perfect. I will speak to the the true joys I experienced of uh, hanging out with my friend uh, Chenzo's aunt and uncle, mm. who I think were sort of like from Amity. Amityville? Yeah, Amityville sure. area. And so it's, yeah, right? But all the neighbors along those channels, like, and now that is like the heartland of boat trash. Yes. So everyone like just on gets the on that pontoon yep. and boats over to the neighbors That's down right. the channel. Yep. And we fully embraced it. Did that for like a long weekend. I was yes. like, this is amazing. I've never drank so much light so beer light. in a oh can. They like, tie their boats together and everybody has like a, the big party. It's, it's yeah. Yeah. It's like, a, it's a strange, it's a strange thing because it's like you're not you're not like this isn't um um boston you know you're not like on the harbor right or whatever you know and you're not like sea captains this is just like an a different way of having like a pt cruiser but on the water every <laughs> exactly everybody's boat that we would so we kind of almost did like a, a like a boat crawl yeah. and so like no we lined it up we got like all the all the neighbors down the way every place we went into we walked in and it was just a giant gleaming pool table like everyone just lived in a giant rec room yes with like games dots cards the whole thing yeah. and then the biggest Ton. bar spread you've ever seen in your life everyone was a functioning day drunk who was Correct. out on their boat and yes. we i mean i couldn't see straight by halfway through the day i was like what is this life and there's so much food i'm assuming oh yeah is it oh my mostly god fried oh i'm like trying to remember cold cuts mozzarella i just remember i did not leave sausages. hungry by any means and then the next and these aunt this aunt and uncle dino and Susie, who like <laughs> god bless i love them i mean more trashed than any of us yeah. up first thing in the morning drinks you know mimosas screwdrivers the whole thing and then a huge pancake breakfast you're like how, how? do you do this yeah it's just a strange place because it is in the shadow of a metropolis yeah but people choose they like their 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 choice they react and reactively they're like absolutely not like i am not cultured i don't care about theater or opera or politics or you know seeing different types of people different ways of life i choose this because i'm like you know I, i'm of the heartland like i'm <laughs> i'm you know bound to this earth unlike you weird you know you weirdo city freaks kiss my fucking ass 
what are your views on brunch? I, you know, I don't mind brunch. I, I, I like brunch, but I do, I do think it's like silly. Brunch feels like performative to me at this point, mm-hmm. and it's become like the, it's become like the whitest activity you could that you could really do. You know, it's like it's so, it just feels so bland and Caucasian and. <laughs> And, and like, at this point, it's like rote, like, you, you know, yeah. what you're what, what you're supposed to be doing, you know, how it's supposed to be, you know, what the food's going to look like, the menu is smaller, it's more expensive, which is already like annoying. Right. You're like, but if I come on a Monday, yes, it doesn't Half cost the, as much. Correct. But at this, but I am who I am. You know, and I mean, like, did you care to? Sp- I know that you are. Um, I think as I, I named you in your group, uh, beta gays. Yes. Um, you know, uh, but do you care to speak on the pressures of being a gay man and your affiliation with brunch? Sure. Um, I don't <laughs> care, about it. but it's such a thing. It's such a. I didn't. I swear to God, I didn't know until I got to L.A. That's. I was for years. I was like, what is Sunday Fun Day? What is this? Everyone says it. Everyone hashtags it. It's always in WeHo. It's a it's a drag brunch or it's a regular brunch, brunch with the boys. And I'm like, what is like literally? I was like, is Sunday Fun Day a like a sponsored event at a certain <laughs> restaurant? And everybody thought I was everybody thought I was like doing a bit, and I really wasn't. I was trying to ask mostly gay guys like, what is this? Yeah, and people yeah. are like, it's Sunday Fun Day, and I'm like, you're like, what is that? It's what does it mean? What it just it means mean? Monday Hangover. Right. right, morning work hangover, and I think we can agree that a hashtag Sunday Fun Day is usually closely followed up with a hashtag Rose all day. Rose all day. Yep. But like, written or, in fucking balloons, mylar balloons. Oh by the way. God. <laughs> like day drinking, I get. The term is self-explanatory. It's just, I, I understand it. I've done it. It's fun. Sure. But Sunday Fun Day as I a, go to work drunk no, as a concept. <laughs> I was like, someone needs to explain to me like why is this so pervasive on like gay Instagram and in WeHo in particular. And so yeah, in that sense, I'm like, oh fuck that shit. It's like, just a bar crawl, right? But nobody would. That's what right. I was like. Somebody We're... tell me what this is. And finally, somebody was like, it's a bar crawl. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because oh, I, right. I really, I could not understand if it was a sponsored thing, a WeHo thing, a, a certain <laughs> restaurant thing. It's right, like, right. No, it's a bar crawl. But with French toast. But with French toast. Yum, yum, yum. It's a, and that's annoying to me. It's enabling. Brunch is an enabler to day drink on exactly. a Sunday, apparently. It's, it's been aggressively used as, as this emblem for gay men and overly femmy ladies yes. who uh, usually are not my friends. It's commodified and it's like... To me, brunch is like the the perfect um, <laughs> brunch is like the meal where you wear those shirts that say like, you know, but first coffee yeah. or like whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a real thing. Yeah. I feel like we've watched happening. that metastasize since I feel like it started with sex in the city yes. and then metastasized and metastasized and like as hipsterdom became more mainstream and I'm just hypothesizing here, but as that became more of a thing and became more mainstream, like I think it all converged to become this like hipster slash super basic slash super gay, you know, way of spending your Sunday at like noon. And it's like, an identity. It's an identity. Yeah. Yeah. And no. I, I agree with the sex in the city thing. It's it like, really started there. That was their identities. And that became it like made it okay. It did for other people to kind of a, uh, just take that I would on. bet that most people rolled their eyes at the idea of brunch <laughs> in 1985. Well, yeah, it didn't. We were, we did a whole, it's, this whole episode is like 
the whole thing is like, where did this come where from? Did this where come did it from? come about? It's like this really extravagant, unnecessary yes. meal that started from like people having church and going to breakfast later. Correct. And or like having like breakfast slash lunch food. Country yes. clubs. I feel like you yeah. would either see it at a country club or if you were at a resort, there would be like the Sunday brunch buffet. Right. And yeah, I was I was just very nonplussed by the whole thing. Understood. Do you guys remember the episode of The Simpsons where um, Jacques, this like French guy, tries to like he takes a shine to Marge and wants to date her. It's like very early on uh, in the series, and he's like, "We should go to brunch," and she doesn't know what it is, and. <laughs> He's like, well, it's not quite breakfast, but it's not quite, quite lunch, but it comes with a slice of cantaloupe at the end. <laughs> like, you don't get completely what you would get at breakfast, but you get a good meal. <laughs> He's right. And I kind of have this thing, too, where it's just like, I feel gross. You know, people order so much food at brunch. Yep. Um, and then you're drinking super sweet, orange juice laced mm -hmm. champagne. I'm like, put me to bed. I'm done. Oh it's my God. one in the afternoon. I never Absolutely. fucking feel good when I'm done eating no. brunch. Never, like, never. what do I do? Super <laughs> tired. I go, I'm tired. I'm groggy. And also, by the way, I'm not full because... Eggs, for some reason, don't fill me. For some reason, I cannot tell you why or what the science is, but I am always hungry immediately after I eat eggs. And so if it's a frittata... protein's supposed to last you I know. hours, isn't and, it? And I, otherwise, I'll do like double chicken, you know, whatever, right. double protein. With eggs, I could do three eggs and I'm starving afterwards. So I like, couldn't be happier that burgers are on brunch menus. It's, mm. it's my go-to usually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially if you're going to the hoity-toity places, they played it so delicately, too. So it's like you've either got more food than you know what to do with, or you eat that and you're like, great, let's go get lunch. Like, Correct. what the fuck was that meal? Right. I'm so starved. I also, for me, like, the, we were talking about how everyone starts their morning off at brunch or their afternoon. They're like, I need 17 drinks <laughs> to function. And for me, I, I have a very delicate ecosystem with the way I handle my liquids all yeah, day sure. and the order I take them in. <laughs> and it's like, upon waking... I chug a water. Sure. Then I move to coffee. Then the coffee window closes. Sure. You know, and then I, you know, the midday is sparkly water. Of water course. All day. All water all day. Yes. And then I usually wait till seven. And then it's like, all right, let's have a wind down drink. But when you're sitting down and you're like, someone's like sparkling for the table, a mimosa, a like a latte. And you're like, I feel confused. Oh, like, it's too much. <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird mix to have a Bloody Mary and a mimosa and coffee inside you all yes. at the same time. Wait, it's say really that again. A Bloody Mary. Mary, Bloody animals. Mary, and a mimosa, and coffee. It's too much. It's a little Acid. dairy, and it too all. Too much. And then you're like, now I'm going to eat potatoes. And it's too much. And, yeah, it's a lot. Are you going to any brunches here in LA? No. Are you having no, no Sunday fun day for no you? No Sunday fun day. Don't it's do like it. I'm, I'm hungry. If I'm hungry, like, let's get lunch. Yeah. Just, just chill, everybody. Just let's get lunch. Stop. I don't need to. And also, I don't need to. I don't need to have brunch to, to tell people I socialized. Yeah, yeah. You know, people do brunch now as a, and look, I'm guilty of it too, but like we should be able to move on from that bizarre like arrested development that like Carrie and the girls sort of. Right, you need the excuse. It's an excuse. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it is, it's just like an, it's, it feels empty to me. It's like it's an a empty meal vessel. for board housewives. We should bring back Let's Do Lunch. Here's a tip. Don't move to Long Island. <laughs> Stay far, far away. And if you're going to move to the tri-state area, but not in the city, go upstate. Upstate. I knew you were going to say upstate. Just go, go to Sleepy Hollow. Go to New Paltz. Go to Nyack. Just go upstate. I love Nyack. Tips within tips. My favorite kind of tip. That's it. People are clean. <laughs> People are clean. <laughs>
I mean, advice for brunch servers just in general, too, is like, here's the thing. So many of us learn our lessons the hard way. Uh, I'm not going to pretend like it didn't take me about 112 times in a row to just be like, Brooke, just try and get some sleep um, for this shift. You know, do your best. But the weird thing is the adrenaline gets you so fast uh, in the morning because you have no choice. It's just warfare. Those doors open. It's like it's a like, zombie apocalypse. I'm just going to say, on the door. it's an episode of The Walking Dead because they don't even know where where they are or who they are in the morning and they're all pressed up against the chain hmm. and they're like pushing on the glass. You're like, it's going to break. What is this? Black, you know, Black Friday. And um, it it gets really real. So I just think, uh, take a moment before you open the doors to gather everyone in a prayer circle <laughs> Beyonce style like in her documentary and just everyone check in and just Madonna make sure did it too, bro. exactly just make sure you're all gonna have each other's back and um, if you need to take a shot during your shift you know I say you do it what you, you can do, do it before yourself? an improv show you can do it before brunch exactly it's a tough shift servers but and we feel your pain but you got it yeah man here's a tip read Team Human by Douglas Rushkoff it's kind of embodies everything I've been brewing in my brain about social media and being on our phones and it's how it's dividing us and making us actually less human because the thing that makes us human is connection the connection and the bonding and all the stuff it's a it's a good read and I really enjoy it here's a tip with spring coming the sun is out when you're shopping for sunscreen to put on your face Look at those ingredients, ladies and gentlemen. You really want to go for like a mineral base. We're talking titanium. We're taking we're talking zinc. If alcohol is in there uh, and a bunch of chemicals you can't pronounce, those aren't great supportive ingredients to help protect your face from the sun. So just know what is in the products you're putting on your face, all right? Be safe out there. And if you don't know, there's plenty of Google sites where you can be like, who's what's the safest sunscreen? Clean sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Like clean sunscreen? Nice yeah, okay. and clean. Great. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, if you are enjoying everything you're hearing, please uh, don't be afraid. Subscribe, rate, and review. We might have a Patreon showing up at some time uh, in the future. So uh, we'd love to have your support as we keep this podcast going. You guys, we love you. Uh, happy brunching. And also, please enjoy this brand new single I'm dropping from me and Julian Villard called Brunchin. It's on our brand new album called Comfort Zone. And y'all didn't know I was a recording artist, but here you have it. Go find it on iTunes, support us there, and make this the song of the summer. Turn it up, Saturday night. Turn it up, turn down the lights. Break out the chamomile tea. The thousand count thread. Hit the pillows, we're going to bed. Break a dawn, groove is deep, rolling out, eight hours sleep, the joint is shoulder to shoulder, at 945, Sunday morning's got us coming alive, oh, we go brunching, brunching, the magic begins, we go brunching, brunching, put our names in, feeling so free, oh,
Everybody's here. Oh, what's happening, hostess? Um, is that table clear? Pop a bottle of sparkling. The best things to own. Lemon wedges. We're ready to go. Getting down. Menu's up. Flying high. Second cup. Got a bump of raw sugar in my coffee spoon. Seeing double and it's not even noon. Oh, we go brunching, brunching in broad daylight. We go brunching, brunching, and game is tight. Feeling so free, all up easy in a prefix. Fantasy, we go brunching, brunching, organic meat. We go brunching, brunching, allergic to wheat. Such a lush scene, living in between. Broken, I'll be your server today. Uh, do you have any specials? <laughs> Julian, everything's special when you're brunching. <laughs> I go coast to coast for some of that French toast. Oh, let me see a backbone slip for some eggs, Benedict. I want to see you shit for save a crepe. Oh, baby girl, put on a sexy dress for some of that French press. Mm, we go brunching, 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 How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.